Guys, it's episode 54 of Podcast Fat Boy. I am back. I am your host, Matt Duncan. We've got some stuff to talk about. I've got some tomfoolery lined up. I've got some health news. And then, you know what? We're going to end it on a fun note. We're going to play some comedy and we're going to talk about that too. But, uh, you know, we need some levity. Let's get going. Who's a fat boy? Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to that intro podcast, Fat Boy, the Fat Boy. That is me. I'm Matt Duncan, and you know we are. What is a fat boy? We are all a fat boy. It doesn't it's gender fluid? It is a way of thinking. It is. It is the laziness beast inside us. It's the you know six pieces of pizza eating motherfucker McDonald's. You know you just gotta have it sometimes. We all have a fat boy in us. We have to feed him our insecurities and saturated fat. Sometimes there's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's just part of our journey. You know, now that I've been doing this for so many years on and off intermittent. I've just thought a lot about, do I still want to operate under this name? Are people confusing me with the Pat boy or Pat boy? with the fat boy slim podcast. Cause that's not what it is. They're not a sponsor of this show. I do not play their music on this show. This is not fat boy slim. If you want fat boy slim, you got to go to Spotify, you know, go to a sunrise records and buy their CDs. Cause no one's doing that anymore. When was the last time you bought a CD? When was my last time? I think the last CD I bought doesn't really count, but I think it was a friend CD. A band called Sweet Thing. Whoa, yeah! You might remember Sweet Thing. Uh, <laughs> my friend was in that band. And uh, I, I, whenever a, f- a friend, you know, has an album coming out, I, I, I like to, to support it. I, I don't like to ask for it for free. There is one friend that I, I, I took a free one from, but you know what? I digress. Now that I think about it, it was probably the band Hobo Lord, you know, vegan correspondent Dan Scarphone. Haven't talked to him a while on the pod. Used to be in a punk band. Came out with a real fun album. And I've got the tape. I fucking dug out my Walkman to listen to it too. And it sounds thrilling because that's the only place you can listen to it. (laughs) Came with a digital download. Check out Hobo Lord, everybody. They're still uh, getting paid some royalties, I'm sure on Spotify, still paying the bills. I hope I didn't know if I had the energy to do this podcast tonight. You know, it's, it's so up and down. We're heading into fall. The COVID numbers are starting to rocket again. Are we, are we teetering on another lockdown that is going to be devastating to the economy? Serbs running out. People are going to be really struggling this fall. And I'm just trying to hang on to the good and the positive as much as I can. And and one thing that has been very positive for me is, well, it's my fitness update. Fitness update. 
So I haven't been able to work very much over this time because uh, work has been very light. I've been auditioning for stuff as an actor. I actually just did an audition yesterday, a self-tape where I had to dance for an audition. I love getting these cattle call auditions where they just want you to dance like you're at home naked in your bedroom. You're doing your Tom Cruise in cocktails or whatever the fuck that movie was. You know, they just want to see that. And I just started whipping around, having a, having a good time. And I really hurt my neck. I really hurt my neck. And you can see me wince during the self tape at one point. And I've been just catering to that now for the last 30 hours this uh, terrible feeling in my spine, feeling like, I don't know, did I screw something up? Uh, are, are the vertebrae compressed? I don't know. It's sore as fuck. All for a dancing audition that I have a great feeling I'm not going to get a call back for. But I digress. I've been working out like crazy. I've got the Apple Watch on, and I am closing the exercise ring every day. Now, I'm really trying not to take a rest day. I ended up taking, you know, I worked out for seven straight days and then I did some cottage labor on the Saturday, which destroyed me. Don't know what happened. I was so sore the next day, but then I took the Sunday off as well and didn't really do anything yesterday. So I did, it took a bit of a three day break, which was, you know, I had a really good thing going. I've got my, my trusty, Exercise bike. If you check out Blogcast Fatboy, I just wrote a post about it, uh, about how special it is to me and how janky it is. But it, it really has motivated me. And yeah, I've been closing that ring, exercise ring on the Apple Watch. That's a great thing about it. But then, you know, I'm, I'm constantly, I don't like the surveillance of it. I don't like that it's constantly shaming me every morning to you know, you usually are more active at this time, get going kind of thing, you know, and it's positive and it, it's good in, in that sense to keep you going. But I, I still don't like it because I feel like I am in control of a AI or something, you know, it just, it, and it is, that is what it is. It's telling me to jump and I'm saying how high, and that's scary. There is a doc out called the social dilemma on Netflix. Please watch it. It's really scary because it is all the engineers and people that have worked high up at all the social media platforms that have had to leave those companies because of the moral dilemma that they face with privacy and just what they're doing to people and how they are making us like they're, they're fully controlling us in, in, in all our thoughts and in our decisions. It's, it's really scary. It's in, you can just kind of see it in their eyes that they feel like those same physicists that were on the Manhattan Project building the atomic bomb. And then once it went off, you know, it was an exciting thing to build. But when it actually went off and it killed thousands and thousands of people, reality set in. And they were overcome with guilt. A lot of them killed themselves. Now, these people don't really look like they're killing themselves. They're just moving on and doing tech shit in a nonprofit way, trying to trying to, to bring some, you know, show the world exactly what we're all addicted to. You know, and that's that's a good thing. Because we, we gotta we gotta start regulating this stuff. We it's it's getting too out of control. The Wild West 
is getting sand in all our cracks and we need to wash it out. That is about as best as I can say to you. And in regard to uh, fit my fitness as well, now, last episode, we talked about Fit for Less. I was trying to cancel. Seemed like they were ducking me. Obviously, business is not good. People are quitting gyms. I'm going to talk in the health news segment just about what I think the future of gyms are. And I don't think that will be going to them forever. But the Fit for Less saga, I thought this was going to go on and on and on. But after that month, I sent that email and I resent something through their contact us site. And I just was, you know, I was preparing myself for the thought that, you know, I read, I read what I wrote on the last podcast. You know, I was ready. I'm ready for a legal fight. But they got back to me with like, you know, some template. Your gym membership has been canceled kind of email. And that was it. Waited two weeks. See if my payment came out. Has not. I'm no longer a part of a gym once again in my life. (laughs) This is just an all too normal and natural feeling for me to be leaving a gym. I love it because now I'm working out at home. I got my exercise bike. I've got my resistance bands. I've got some weights. That's really all I need. I don't need to be having the access of all these heavier weights and different machines, stuff that you can just do here. You know, there are, there's so much you can do just sitting where you are right now. I'm sure some of you are in the bath. I'm sure some of you are sitting on a chair or on a couch. There's so much you can do without even the need of anything. And you can look this stuff up on the internet and you can just try it for a month or two and see if you feel any different and get some resistance bands. I think resistance bands are great. You can put stuff in the doors, the door anchors and stuff so that you can do different types of exercises to to target different muscles. I just I think it's great. I'm really enjoying it right now. I've got a 25 pound weight that I, I use primarily to do, you know, uh, ab workouts for my obliques. And and then I got my trusted exercise bike, you know, my Tempo Fitness POS. You know, my version of the Peloton. <laughs> you can you can probably watch YouTube videos of people doing exercises, you know, guiding you. That'd be a great idea. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I guess the Fit for Less is done. And now I feel a bit bad because, you know, they they may still be a corporation, but they're a company that's probably in some serious trouble. But it's just the nature of the beast right now. You got to cut costs because we don't know what the fuck is going on in this world, do we? With all this COVID shit? What's going on with King, Kim Jong-un? Remember I talking about this in the podcast years ago when I rebooted it. I was so worried about the nuclear war. Now he's apparently been in a coma the whole time. They're deep faking his ass on somebody else trying to show that he's up, up and about. But he ain't. Apparently he's in a coma right now and his sister is is getting ready to take over. We got to get a different leader into the American uh, institution over there because Trumpy, Trumpy wants to stay as long as he can. He wants to, I guess, turn 90, have do four terms. I guess that's what dictators do. They just want to stay forever and then what? Pass it down to his shitty, ugly children? 
God, they're weird looking. You know, I try to, as a health podcast, and I try to be self-deprecating. I don't ever like to make fun of people and how they look or anything like that. I think you should love yourself. And even those Trump kids, those dumpty, weird looking, you know, they all look like they've, they've had teeth implants. Something about their bone structure just seems really off to me. I just hate looking at them. They're not beautiful. And, and uh, I, I hate them. I hate them so much. Uh, but if you are someone that resembles a Trump and you find you look in the mirror and you, you you see Trump Jr. or something like that, you know what? Own it because you're not them. And so what if you got that weird punched up face? You can love yourself because it doesn't matter. All the shit they're trying to make you feel, it doesn't matter. Just love your fucking self. I know I should take that advice because it's hard. It's hard. But... Uh, I don't know. Health news. Health news. News that is health related. Well, there's nothing more health related right now than COVID-19. You know, we're on month six of this fucking shit. Absolutely crazy. In Canada, numbers are starting to double, triple, be the highest they have been since, you know, June, May. It's starting to get a little scary because that's kind of when it was at its highest. And and now you're, you're seeing all this shit in the States about people who are doing rallies and stuff, but wearing masks, complaining that they can't breathe, comparing themselves to George Floyd and how he said he couldn't breathe. Now I can't breathe because I'm like, is this, is this really happening? Is there this divide and also this just, insane stupidity. I just want to see, I want to feel a little something for the other side. I want to stop it, it feeling so alien to me. These thoughts that these people are having that I think a lot of us feel where it's like, what, how can you think that? How can you think that your rights are being infringed on because someone's just trying to ask you to wear a mask inside a place of business where hundreds of people might come and go in a day. Like this shit is real, man. People are dying. They are in hospitals and it's totally fucked up the economy. If we just all toughed it out just a little bit longer till we can get a vaccine or get this thing under control, then it would be over and we could, settle in going back to normal, hopefully. But we're so divided, we can't be on the same page about anything that is affecting the planet as a whole. And we're running out of time. You can really feel it. You know, I read a some comedian once, he's just said, I always think about it. I don't know why I always think about it. Probably because I'm negative. <laughs> but, you know, just my luck to be alive at the end of the world. That's what he wrote. It was Alan Shane Lewis. And uh, that resonates with me. We are all that unlucky. We are all that unlucky to be at this stage of the planet being destroyed. And we don't want to work together to, to fix it. You know, it's sad. 
There's a couple of technological things I want to talk about real quick here. And then we're going to end on a little bit lighter note. We're going to talk about some comedy. I'm going to play some things, try to lighten the mood because it's easy to get down. This is episode 54, Studio 54, if you ask me. We got to jump. We got to jive. We got to do some blow. Get laid in the washroom a little bit here. It's episode 54. So I've been getting all these ads for different at-home equipment, one of them is called the Body Boss Gym 2.0, and it's a board that you hook in resistance bands to, and you know they show you some exercises to do. Exactly the same thing that I have with my resistance bands. They just make it look a little fancier and a little bit easier to use. Instead of standing on the resistance bands, you have a board that you can stand on. And, you know does kind of you, you go to their website you can like immediately this like discount wheel comes out and it's like put in your email and see what you qualify for it's like 10 percent off whatever you know you're gonna win something there's gonna be some incentive for you to buy it which is really fucking smart but this is where i think gyms are going i've been to so many gyms over the last 20 years i've seen how they've changed i've seen how little small grimy ones the really good ones that i miss are all going out of business. They've all gotten sold to the big companies like Good Life. Uh, and, but now it's like, you know, the discount companies have come in and it's just becoming this oversaturated market that really isn't saving you that much money in the long run. And these kind of things like the Body Boss Gym or th there was some other one that like you can turn it was like this little box you can attach to any door frame or hang from something. And it's like a cable. It's like you can turn everything into a rowing machine and like, Hey, this shit's been going on forever. People are buying the thigh master in the eighties and whatnot, but nobody's really stuck with it because they're just kind of singular. Those things, you know, like whatever Tony little and his fucking rowing, thing and you know it's like uh the bow flex is too big too bulky for people people need compact easy stuff that you can pull out quick get a good sweat on and put it away again but not like stick it under your bed like some fucking you know something that can collapse and be clunky it needs to be something you can put away in a you know hang it on a wall or put it in a bag and that is the way I think that gyms are going to go. I think that you see it with Peloton, you can see it with the increase of products that are getting a lot more sophisticated and a lot cheaper to have at home. I think there's going to be a real swing. And I'm hoping that this does mean the end of the corporate gym, a gym that I once worked for. And the grimy motherfuckers come back. And they're like on that side street and you got to like park in a sketchy lot and it, you know, like it just says gym on a piece of cardboard in the window and you go in and it smells like metal and, you know, there's all these old partially rusted weights to work with. And uh, that just seems just more up my alley instead of this like pristine looking cookie cutter crap, you know? Um, 
the other, the last uh, technological thing I want to talk about real quick is they've even got, you can get an ultrasound, like a butterfly ultrasound thing for your iPhone now, where you can like plug it into your phone and you can give yourself an ultrasound. Is that a good idea? Like, I think that they're saying that these are just for medical professionals. Like it's bad enough. We're already Googling shit all the time and telling doctors what is what, but now we're going to be doing our own ultrasounds. I would imagine anything you see on an ultrasound, you're not going to understand what it is and it's going to scare the shit out of you. So I don't want to recommend the butterfly ultrasound wand you can give her your iPhone or Android unless you're a doctor and know what that shit is. And furthermore, maybe an ultrasound technician, someone that is actually someone that is actually trained in it. All right, let's have a little fun here. feeling so tired when I was going to start this podcast. So I made a coffee and I put some Kahlua in it and it just tastes like a fucking dream. Gotta say, I recommend it all day long. Um, I don't think I talked about this last time, but I have been going through this weird thing with my old insurance company where I got an invoice for three cents that they wanted me to pay for some endorsement fee or something. And I thought it was a joke, but I guess it wasn't because they sent me another invoice being like, you haven't paid this yet. And you, you, your insurance might be canceled if you don't pay it for three cents. You know, I can't pay that in cash. I have to write a check or an e-transfer. So I wrote a check and I mailed it to them and I waited about a couple weeks and it has not been cashed. I'm not seeing three cents coming out of my account. And I'm getting worried because I don't want this to go to collections. So I had to, you know, I had to give them a call. Oh yeah. Loving this. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Guarantee company. Guarantee. Good afternoon, Kathleen speaking. How may I help you? Um, hi, how are you doing today? Not too bad and yourself? Uh pretty good. Um I'm just calling uh because I got a bill from you guys. And I sent a check in. I just wanted to make sure you got it because it hasn't been cashed yet. Sure. What's the policy number? And I'll take a look. Sure. It's a guarantee company. Guarantee. Just one moment. I'm going to try and find that policy for us. Okay. From Matthews Duncan. Okay. Now I'm just taking a look here. I see that your renewal is actually with intact, but yep. I'm going to pull up our advisory here. Okay, so we re- we have not received. The last thing we received was the automatic withdrawal from the bank account back on July the 1st. Okay. Then I see there was a three cent endorsement that we manually wrote off. 
Yeah, that's the that's the payment I'm talking about. The three cents. I wrote a check for three cents. Yeah. <laughs> we actually wrote it off because that reminder never should have gone. If we receive it, we would send it back to you. Okay, so I don't have to worry. Okay, or they might just no. Don't worry about anything right now. Your account is looking good. If we receive that check, they may just write the three cents back on and be done with it. Or they may send it back to you. I'm not sure which one they will do. Okay, thanks. Unfortunately, I don't work in that area. <laughs> I, I just wanted to make but sure. everything. Yeah. Because it said that it would yeah, be charged $30. Yeah, everything right now with your account is fine. Okay. Yeah, everything right now is fine. So, no worries, okay? Okay, thanks. I just wanted to double check. Of course. You have yourself a great weekend. Was that a fart? <laughs> I don't know. Why did I do that? Was that fun? Was the fart necessary? Kind of like the idea that she farted at the end of the call. Uh, I did like how you can hear <laughs> like laughing to herself about be request the uh, confirmation that they received three cents. She just, you could see like, oh, that's ridiculous. So yeah, I guess, I guess we're good. Hopefully my credit hasn't been affected, but I thought that was kind of a fun thing to do. You know, my first, uh, you know, I thought I'd get a little more jerky boy with it, but I guess I, I chickened it out. The last thing I want to do for the pod is we've got the American election coming up and that's all we fucking have to talk about right now. Nobody gives a shit about our own politics and our own country because too much is at stake over there. But instead of talking about that, what's the fucking point? Why don't we talk about something a little more fun about the Trump, Mr. Trump? Something about comedy that I've always loved is the impressions. Impressions fucking kill me. It's something that I can never get sick of, something that I've always loved and appreciated, and I think it's just, just a really amazing skill. So I'm going to compare two that I've heard. And we're going to talk about, uh, we'll, we'll just you, let you decide which one you like more. The first one is Alec Baldwin on SNL. And I do not like his impression. SNL have a very good costume department so they can like make him look okay. Like the wig's always good and stuff like that but he's always so far off the mark with his impression and it bothers me. Now this is from the beginning of 2017, just before Trump took office. And uh, yeah, have a listen. Hello. Hello, thank you for coming. I'd like to start by answering the question that's on everyone's mind. Yes, this is real life, this is really happening. On January 20th, I, Donald J. Trump, would become the 45th president of the United States. And then two months later, Mike Pence will become the 46th. <laughs> I am so excited to live in the White House. I'm even going to have a little pet, like all the presidents do. Bill Clinton had socks, Barack Obama had beau, and I'll have Paul Ryan. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gay, but I cannot wait to give it to that man for four years. <laughs> And guys, I mean, who is excited for my inauguration day? So that was Alec Baldwin on SNL doing his, uh, I guess, famous Trump impression, which is just horrible. And you can see that they thought that, oh, Tina Fey doing Sarah Palin in the 2008 election 
really did something to voters in a small way, they think. And that was much more hilarious to watch Tina Fey being Sarah Palin. But this just was hard to watch because it was a bad impression and Trump would respond and be like, it's not good. And everyone else is like, yeah, it's not, it's not great. So, but this guy that's kind of, I don't even know if he's gone viral. He's a, he's an LA comic. His name's James Austin Johnson. And he does the best impression I've ever heard. Uh, and he's just pretending he's just walking around pretending to be Trump talking about Scooby-Doo. 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 They call him Scooby-Doo. They call show Scooby-Doo. But Scooby doesn't do anything. Scooby is not involved. At the time, Scooby's not even involved. He's just a bystander. It's one of the worst deals we've ever had. To call a show Scooby-Doo and then not deliver on Scooby-Doo. We did, this is not a show about a dog sniffing its ass, okay? This is your show up with the mystery dame in a van. And they walk around and they do, you know, they, they figure out, you know, mystery. They're solving mystery. And Scooby is not involved in any way, shape, form. Scooby, frankly, gets much too much attention, money. We're giving way too much attention to Mr. Scooby. And he's not doing anything. Scooby do, he doesn't do. So we call him Scooby, but he doesn't do. We call him Scooby, but he doesn't do. It's a terrible deal. The show, by the way, if we were talking about who actually was doing anything, solving mystery and helping crime, stopping the bad guys who are really not so bad. If you talk to some of these guys, they just want to remake the world <laughs> into a better place if it wasn't for these meddlesome kids and their stupid work. Okay? But we're doing a show about mystery, team. You know, they're solving the mystery. They should call the show Velma. <laughs> Why don't they call the show Velma? Velma's the one doing everything. Fred and Daphne, they're just over there porking in the corner. They're not, do they're not doing anything. <laughs> That's a really long clip. I could play forever because it's so hilarious. But the cadence, the attention to detail with how he actually talks during a press conference is perfect. And I just love it. If anyone should be going on that show, SNL, to do it, why not bring this guy? There's another guy that does a good one too, but I really like that because... That guy's naturally just going off the cuff, hitting all the marks, and that is the best fucking thing. A little comedy to end it off. James Austin Johnson, check him out. He's on Twitter and all the other bullshit. Really funny guy. Does a lot of other funny stuff. See you next week. Next week. <laughs>